suffering. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the pod. Uh, the Groove Masters General and the Vibe Masters Venerable. Venerable but I'm going to start over. <laughs> welcome to the pod. The Groove Masters General and the Vibe Masters Venerable. The icons out of Indianapolis. The Funkadelic Fuckboys and the Psychedelic Psychopaths. Pushing Daisy's Band. Plus the worst uh, like percussionist that I know of, Chris. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. that's that's real good talk coming from someone who plays a triangle. <laughs> the triangle is like the greatest instrument known to man. I mean, there's a reason that four-year-olds learn to play percussion with the triangle. So Yeah, so that they can later become successful scientists. Like you, Grace. <laughs> like me, I'm a successful scientist. <laughs> you know, as musicians, because uh, Chris and I are professional musicians. Yeah. So we do this professionally. It's our living. Um, and I, as musicians, I, I don't take too kindly to, uh, discussions about science. What we do, uh, mm-hmm. what we do yeah. is entirely based on emotion. Okay. We live in the realm of feelings, spirituality, mm-hmm. and you don't, you don't get that with science. Right. Um, I look at a beaker and I feel nothing. When I look in this man's eyes, I feel, I feel God inside of me. Right. I like to imagine that whole monologue happening at a vaccine clinic. That's what I was going to say. How do you, how does pushing daisies feel about the vaccine then? How do you guys fight off COVID? You know, we actually made our own vaccine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't trust scientists these days. And, um, you know, we're all, we're all such proficient people that, that we decided to make our own vaccine. Yeah. It's um, called music. It is the music. Yeah. Jake looks like a smart Jake man. Jake looks like a he looks and sounds like yes. a smart man. And he's got you a hat. read me he's right, gentlemen. You read me right. I think I think he understands that music can physically cure anything. Mm. And so the fact that all these scientists are trying to get people to take vaccines and not even tested. Um and these, goes to show that they don't understand the pure power of music. They don't. And in addition to that, these scientists are ugly. <laughs> these scientists. Yeah, yeah, the science, just specifically the ones that did COVID are just ugly. They're <laughs> ugly. Right. They got a bunch of uggos on the fucking job. All the hot ones were <laughs> occupied with like dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right? That paleontology is the hot science. Exactly. <laughs> that dude. Everything Jeff Goldblum, man. They're studying the bones, you know. Jurassic Park. Jake gets it. Jurassic Jake. Park. No, Grace, Jurassic thank you. Jurassic Park. Park. That's, That's a, speak more on that. Speak more on Jurassic yeah. Park. Um, it's a film. Have you never been to Jurassic Park? Oh, you right? haven't been to oh, Jurassic Park? I haven't been to Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. We get invited to Jurassic Park every year because we're famous musicians. Oh, really? What's it like performing at Jurassic Park? It smells off. It does. You think it smells, bad? smells yeah. bad? Imagine mm. like, you know, cow shit, but like times 3000. That's disgusting. Mm. Yeah. But it's cool. It's all right. It's it's overrated is what I'm hearing. Yeah. It is overrated. <laughs> overrated. Okay. Well, where where is your favorite venue then to perform if Jurassic Park is overrated? We've played some of the most classic venues in America. <laughs> we speak, speak more on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We uh probably our favorite is the the Chuck E. Cheese just off of US 31 in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um 
just a, a crazy time. Yeah. Um, people that work there are uh, yogis. Typically, yeah. we do some some yoga, spiritual meditation with beforehand. <laughs> I thought you meant yogis, like a big fans of Yogi Bear. I was like, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. No. That's I'm not. So what sorry. I'm so that. sorry. Yeah, it, it was really cool though. You know, the Chuggy e. Cheese. Um, it's cool to be uh, playing places that Michael Jackson played. You know, especially late <laughs> in his career. Chuck E. Cheese is top of the list. Okay. Second on the list, mm-hmm. uh, we have played the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, okay. It was all right. That was okay. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the. I mean, it's not really a venue, but like you know how the Beatles played on top of the roof in like nineteen, whatever seventy. Nineteen, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, we were the second band ever asked to play there. So we played We played it. It was also kind of overrated. You couldn't really see anybody. You were standing on top of a roof. It was hot. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Birds. Lots of pigeons up there. Yeah. Well, do you have any other hot gossip to share about? The people want to know, folks. Yeah. What's the hot gossip? <laughs> you know, this is, this is the thing that bothers me maybe most about being <laughs> top five greatest bands of all time. Is that when talk to us they're always like michael chris what's the hot gossip and we're always like can we just be people yeah can't we yeah. just live we just well, walk down you just said that mark was a raging alcoholic yeah, so you kind of yeah. offered hot gossip uh well very okay. freely but <laughs> okay but there is a difference between us offering gossip and you asking for it if you're okay. asking for it you're trying to pry into our life we're just offering right. it it's because we it's on our chest we want to get it off Mm, yeah, like don't okay. don't tread on us. Yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. don't do that. <laughs> right. Okay. How do you guys feel? Uh, this actually leads into the next question. How do you feel about taxation in general? <laughs> taxes, taxes. Wow, just it's taxes. A, it's such a concept. Taxes are a concept for sure. Oh my gosh, there's numbers involved and like and money and you and on and you do that. You go on the internet. You could do it on the internet. TurboTax. Yeah. TurboTax. Intuit. Can you, can you speak more on that? Yeah, can you yeah. speak more on how maybe like you guys have done taxes in the past? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, this is this is a sore subject for the band. Listen. Oh, it is. Do you evade taxes? Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that in order to be improvisational musicians as we are, in order to, mm. to be in touch with our, our souls. You can't have anything tying you down to the physical world. Right. Taxes are an example of such a thing that ties yes. you to the physical world. And so we had to make the decision as a group to right. sever ties with paying taxes uh, and, and move forward. Um, we do move around a lot. We've had to change names a few times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to my family in a few years. Right. But those are just, you know, people don't understand how hard it is to be a musician. Oh. It's not just playing music. Right. Cutting all ties from anybody you know and love. Right. And, mm-hmm. You know, like making sure the bond between the six bros is where it needs to be. Besides that, everybody else can, if we never talk to them again, it's okay. So so the bond is like equal. You wouldn't say like one person is like the face of the band. I just, I feel like I've heard that like Max is like the face of the band. How does that make you feel? Well, bands don't really have faces. It's more okay. like than it is. Okay, like, conceptually speaking. <laughs> conceptually speaking, Pussy <laughs> Daisy's band mm-hmm. 
I'm guessing a daisy in like a cemetery, I guess, conceptually. Oh, maybe <laughs> some, if you want to talk about a face for the band, maybe this daisy could have eyes. blue eyes, maybe mm. fuzzy eyebrows. Um, Look kind of like a Muppet almost a little bit. A little Muppet-ish. Yeah. Um, okay. Got ears that protrude. So that I think that answers your question. Yeah, yeah you're right. That does answer my question. Let, let's go back to Jake. I'm sure. I, I didn't know if you had a question. I've been zoned uh, out this entire time. You're right. <laughs> See, that's because okay. Jake gets it. He's I in the get, moment. I'm going with the flow. Right. Yeah. Possession is the root of all suffering. And in a way, paying attention to things is a form of possession. And oh I refuse to do Oh my God. Oh. See, this is why we had you guys on. I feel like I'm in a lecture right now, just yeah. having my mind blown. Well, I got a lot of thoughts up here, you know, and if you like those thoughts, you can leave a five-star review on Apple podcasts or Spotify folks. We really appreciate it. Leave a, leave your favorite uh, absence of possession in your review and we'll read it on next week's podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Grace makes sure. me do those. So that's not fair. That is not true. Those... <laughs> well, she can't make you do anything. Yeah. Well, no, she can't. She has a gun. Oh, yeah. yeah. But oh. I mean, oh. Generally speaking, I am a more submissive gender. You know, I'm subordinate, so I can't make you do anything. Well, you keep saying that, and I really <laughs> do think it's a cover for the fact that you have literally stabbed me before. Well, what's this story? Yeah, can we hear? You want to yeah, give us some yeah, hot gossip? Yeah, yeah. can you so tell Grace, the story of how Grace I stabbed and I you? Have known each other for what would you like eight ish years now of our lives? Probably, mm, yeah. Um, and I first met Grace at a Halloween party our freshman year of high school uh, where she was dressed as Katniss Everdeen. That's um, true. I do not remember what I was dressed as. I don't know if I was dressed as anything because I was just kind of stopping by. Um, oh my God, yeah. Living in the moment again. Jake, moment. I just love you. I love, you. I, I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I show up and I uh, go over to say hi um, to one of our other friends who's hosting the party. And Grace came up and stabbed me. You're right. I forgot about that. But now that you um, told it in such detail, I, I remember. Do you want more detail? I was bleeding out on the ground. I, I don't I don't no, remember it very well. I You're the just one feel like I, so. I remember you walked into my knife. I think that's more. Oh, what? yeah. Mm. The knife that was a part of your costume. That you were just holding. I, the- I didn't have an. I I had a bow and arrow as part of my costume. That's just. A why did you stab him with a knife? Yeah. Why did you have a knife? If you had I, a bow and arrow, you don't have to be near him if you have a bow and arrow. I had a knife out because we were um, getting ready to play Survival of the Fittest, and so I got my knife out. Could you speak more on that? On Survival speech. of the Fittest, the game Survival. Yeah, what does that mean? What, what game <laughs> oh. is that? It's this game that like our friends uh, will play, especially around spooky time of the year where, um, you know, someone will um, bring down the grand bell and ring it. And that's when you know that survival of the fittest is starting. So you only have so many seconds to grab whatever you can um, to keep yourself alive among Mm -hmm. everybody else. Um, obviously we don't truly, truly, um, aim to kill, but you know, if, once you get stabbed, like you're out, you yeah. know, or, you know, oh, gotcha. shot. What if it's um, like more of a, like a, a braise, like, you know, just kind of, um, like a little, little bleeding. Pints of usually, blood or more is the, is the usual rule. Pints of blood or greater loss is typically when you're out. Um, okay. gotcha. That makes sense. That so like the grand bell had been rung. 
and um, we were getting the ritual over with. And I had, I, you know, Jake knew that he was just stopping by, but he knew we were playing survival the fittest. So I had, I had my knife out and, you know, how, how do I know that this isn't a trick? Like Jake's like, oh, I'm just stopping by. And then, you know, he uppercuts me with brass knuckles, you know? That's fair. So don't take me though. It was a good stab. It was a good stab, dude. Pint of blood right away. Like that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you hit that harder. I, I, I do. That. Yeah, I do a stab and then the spin. You know, oh, stab and that's spin. That's it. It's so the spin. Like the hole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like when a crocodile has a zebra in its mouth and it needs yeah. to the, twirl the around hole. to rip its face off. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. They call her Grace Death Roll Gozy. I was thinking death, a uh, grace death row gozy could be like my name when I become a successful prosecutor and I'm like <laughs> sending people to death row, like famously <laughs> killing every case that comes. Yeah. Your <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So like tax evasion, if the pushing daisies ever come across my table for tax evasion, death row. Before exactly. we started, Jake was trying to talk to me about John McAfee and like, was yeah, that- you guys heard about the John McAfee situation. Yeah. I don't even know you who heard, that is. Love, okay, so I have an article pulled up that I was going <laughs> to talk to Grace about because it blows my fucking mind. Uh, but it's um, it's like something from, I think it's like 20, let me look, 2012. Yeah. So John McAfee was the founder of McAfee Security. You might be familiar. They do like yeah, yeah, internet yeah. security shit. Yeah. And um, he is a crazy person. He's he like was a, a crazy person. Sorry, right. He was a crazy person before being killed or <laughs> killing himself. Who knows? Everything's allegedly. He was in jail about to face some sort of like federal charge and he uh, was found dead in his cell. So like the theory is, is that he was Epstein murdered or whatever. Um, Could have just killed just himself. Who knows? The Epstein is what we'll call it. I yeah. Guess. Gave him right. the old, the old Epstein. Epstein. So uh, they... Um, there's an article in Wired magazine from 2012 when McAfee fled to Belize uh, because he, um, I think it was a tax thing at the time. Like he fled. So like take notes. Um, to oh yeah, a- we've been to Belize. Good, 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 good. Um, you could Belize it. Unbelievable. And there was a <laughs> reporter who went down and interviewed him. And like this, I think this story that I'm about to read, it's like about a page, um, sums up who this man is perfectly so if you guys are ready we can get right into it i'm in i'm in awesome story time mcafee pulls up picks a bullet off the floor and fixes me with a wide-eyed manic intensity this is a bullet right he says in the congenial southern accent that has stuck with him since his boyhood in virginia let's put the gun back i tell him i'd come here to try to understand why the government of belize was accusing him of assembling a private army and entering the drug trade It seemed implausible that a wildly successful tech entrepreneur would disappear into the Central American jungle and become a narco trafficker. Now I'm not so sure. But he explains that the accusations are a fabrication. Maybe what happened didn't actually happen, he says, staring hard at me. Can I do a demonstration? He loads the bullet into the gleaming silver revolver, spins the cylinder. This scares you, right? He says. Then he puts the gun to his head. My heart rate kicks up. It takes me a second to respond. Yeah, I'm scared, I admit. We don't have to do this. I know we don't, he says. The muzzle pressed against his temple. And then he pulls the trigger. Nothing happens. He pulls it three more times in rapid succession. There are five chambers. Reholster the gun, I demand. He keeps his eyes fixed on me and pulls the trigger a fifth time. Still nothing. 
With a gun to his head, he starts pulling the trigger incessantly. I can do this all day long, he says to the sound of the hammer clicking. I can do this a thousand times, 10,000 times. Nothing will ever happen. Why? Because you have missed something. You are operating on an assumption about reality that is wrong. It's the same thing, he argues, with the government's accusations. And I there's a know. version of that story that ends with him taking the gun away from his head, pointing it out the window, and firing it, and it goes off. <laughs> what? I didn't know that Rick Sanchez was based on John McAfee. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. Oh. Grace's Rick and Morty pilled at the moment, um, yeah. but that's a very apt description. I pre, yeah. I swear to you. I mean, sorry, I'm rewatching Rick and Morty. So, Chris, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Chris, Chris and I came in here wanting to do these characters of like douchey musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we can't even keep it going after listening to the McAfee yeah. story because he's like that was him as a person. Yeah, yeah that, those characters are like the the thing that he would be if he wasn't a billionaire as well. Right. You know, that's insane, that's, man. I know. And that that is the tip of the fucking iceberg in this article. Like it's fucking insane. Jesus, man. It's called John McAfee fled to Belize, but he couldn't escape himself. It's in Wired Magazine. (laughs) Highly recommend everyone go. What a title. What a great (laughs) mild article. And I I saw those tweets that he had tweeted like last year where he was like, all right, I'm going to jail. If I kill myself, just know that I didn't kill myself. Yeah. And here he is fucking found dead by suicide in jail. And I'm like, "Mm, no. Kind of crazy, kind of wild. Although we know that guns don't work on him, so apparently, <laughs> <laughs> man. How okay? Oh, if that story is true, like yeah. that article is true, that's a magic trick almost. Yeah, it must be like some sleight of hand shit where you yeah. probably hold it and yeah. then get out again. But then to fire it again and it goes off. Go off. Um, who was the who's the music, magician that went on social media was all over? He was like trying to do a magic trick and he was like, if I don't succeed, I become the worst thing you can be is like um, a child. Uh, oh, Nathan. Oh, Nathan, Nathan, yeah. Nathan Fielder is not a magician. <laughs> He's a comedian. He not? Yeah. It, he, That's the he, only thing I know is him doing that magic oh, trick. He has a show full of shit just like that called Nathan for You. It's he's a, so funny. But yeah, for those listening who maybe don't know, I, like there's an episode of Nathan for You in which he is trying to do like a daring stunt, but the stunt is that he's doing an escape artist routine uh, where he has to get out of handcuffs in a certain amount of time before a robotic arm unbuttons his pants and makes him someone uh, who exposed himself to a group of children who he hired to watch. Uh, That that episode is insane. It is so insane. So, I'm not going to lie, that whole story about John whatever McAfee. 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 Oh, I was thinking I was like, dude, I bet that that one magician guy also <laughs> is just like not okay. I love that you know Nathan Fielder as a magician. That's <laughs> the funniest thing. Okay, to be to be fair, it's the only thing I've ever seen about him. Did you guys ever see his bit on Conan where uh he he was taking all these pictures on Instagram where he'd be like wearing sunglasses and like eating food, you'd take the selfie and be like, eating a delicious lunch. And then in the reflection of his sunglasses, you can see uh, porn from his computer screen, like really nasty porn. And he pulled that shit out on Conan. It was beautiful, man. That's so funny, especially because there's that, 
Again, I guess this is just a Nathan for you round table. There's that I'm episode cool that. of Nathan for you where he's like taking the lie detector test and he's like, the guy's like, have you ever looked at pornography? And he's like, no. And then he's like, that's a lie. And he was like, all right, so this lie detector test is not accurate. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, he's like, I'm going to go to a different lie detector test. And he like goes and finds a different guy. And he's like, I'm going to need you to ask me if I've seen pornography. And he's like, why? And he's like, because the other guy, like, he just gets so caught up in this whole thing where he's like, I've never watched pornography. <laughs> And they get like a fight, like him and the lie detector, like guy. Oh. It's truly <laughs> genius. He's he's the master of the craft. Have you oh, yeah. seen How to with John Wilson? No, I've heard that it's very similar though. You recommended it, it to me. Yeah, it's probably because yeah, it it's similar. It's like if Nathan Fielder and like um the guy from All Gas No Breaks like had a kid. Yeah. If they like came together, Ooh. that would be like John Wilson, and he does <laughs> funny stuff. That would <laughs> and, be cool, man. Yeah, there, he has this whole episode like called "How to Like." Um, I think it's like cover, protect your furniture or like cover your furniture, and like he goes down these roads where he'll start doing one thing, it just keeps like escalating and he's like learning how to cover furniture and then all of a sudden he's like in the house of this guy who's trying to grow his foreskin back and it's like yeah and like he a has, real person who's trying yeah, to grow his foreskin? yeah and this guy's like in his 50s and he's like he has this whole like he shows him he's like yeah i have an album coming out and he's like sitting down on this little like um thing and he's like oh like He's singing. He has like a whole album about how foreskin like removal is like male mutilation. And it's like, <laughs> oh, good for him. Someone needed to say it. Dude, you got to see it. There's a scene where he's like laying on his bed, fully like pantsless. And he has like this thing that's like attached to um, like his headboard. And it's like pulling oh. on his skin to like get it to grow back. Trying to like stretch it out. Yeah. yeah like you're just wearing out. What yeah, he had he every every day he like wears a weight like in his pants. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's crazy. I would oh. prefer not to. <laughs> that guy must have wicked boners though. It's oh my god, he's, a, he's, a, he's done. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he's a muscular penis. It's like sure. outer kegels. Kegels. Eagles. Oh, okay. Kegels. Eagles. Kegels. Kegels. It's a weird name for a bagel. Do you know like, what Kegels are? No. It's like when you when you squeeze your, your pelvic your, floor. Yeah. No. You know, you know when you gotta poop, but you gotta hold it in, so you're like, oh you like oh yeah. Well that's and, that's not really your pelvic floor. That's more your like your rectum. It's all the same same <laughs> can muscle. We, can though, we get no, more hand demonstrations saying, for you, Grace? About no, how but I'm saying work. I'm saying for women, like women do Kegels to like exercise like their pelvic floor, like to right. like exercise their vagina, essentially. Right. So it's but like, is that a different muscle than clenching up your butthole? Is it? Yeah, like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like the same muscle doesn't close both? No. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> we know our uh, anatomy here. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty smart. <laughs> we're pretty no, smart. that's crazy. That'd be like if you're holding your pee. Is that the same as clenching oh, your butthole? Yes. No, it's yes. not. Yes. Yes, it is. No. Jake looks confused. Jake. No, not, yeah, are you? 
No, I'm I'm being so genuine right Hold now. On. Okay, <laughs> if I'm if I squeeze whatever I have inside of my body, it's all the same. Like I don't do something different to stop myself from peeing mm, than I do to stop myself from pooping. It's the same. Like I what do a road it, it, to stop myself from peeing. I do a full ten hail marys. That's how I stop. Oh, you pray the you pray the I, rosary. I pray the rosary. Yeah, yeah. I get oh. that. I get that sin out of me other ways. Mm. You know. <laughs> That was beautiful. Wait, Jake, were you raised Catholic? I was. Grace and I yeah. actually went to the same church. Um, oh, no we joke. In, yeah, yeah, we were in like confirmation shit together. It's part of the, the podcast lore and our friendship lore. Is exactly. That we oh, are really? I'm confirmation like, buddies, huh? Calling yeah. the history of a friendship, like the lore. <laughs> <laughs> the lore of our friendship. Yeah. What, was your, uh, what was your official Catholic name? That you chose. Uh, Saint Genesius was the one I chose. Yeah. Patron saint of uh-huh. comedians and performers. Cause I was oh, really a loser. Yeah. I would because we did improv <laughs> in high school. So I was like, I'm gonna make it. So I'm gonna choose this fucking that's insane. We've probably said this before on the pod, but Jake made the improv team while we were both on a like retreat. Yeah. We went on like a, a confirmation retreat. So we both missed callbacks. And then Jake still made the team and I didn't. Oh, oh man. They know count when they see it. <laughs> All right. This is actually, this is a mindfuck. Jake's, Jake's obviously funny, but he made the team because we didn't have enough boys. There yeah, weren't enough. fucking crazy? On an improv team, there weren't enough men. And, and the, the coach was like, oh, no, we got to we gotta round out these numbers. <laughs> Get some more men in there. Yeah. Wow. They let me on. They let me on later. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, make it on that team that same year. Yeah. Oh, on you made it the same year. Yeah. I just, kept, I, I kept showing up to practice and they were like, I guess we got to let her stay. Oh, you just kind of how down. Michael joined the band too. So that's not even a joke. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> how long yeah. have you guys like been a band in general? Um, so yeah, sorry to ask you a genuine question that you have to... <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's cool. I'm trying to think. So, like, Pushing Daisies, this band, like, the band we're kind of in right now, has only been together for, like, I don't know, like, two years, a year and a half. When did you join? 2019? July 2019. July 2019. So, our current lineup has only been together for about two years now. Uh, Max and I started playing. We had our first show in sixth grade. It wasn't good, but, like, it's the first time we played in front of people. And then, so I guess that's a long time. I'm good at math, if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> Didn't you go to school to be an accountant? I, I have an accounting degree. There's a reason I don't have a job. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so funny. Yeah. It's okay. Whenever you're, whenever you're playing the auxiliary percussion, you're accounting the beat. Ow! <laughs> I understand why you guys do this podcast because Grace just makes really bad jokes and Jake hypes her up about it. So I like it. I'm here with a soundboard. Grace, say something, say a joke, do a joke. Oh no. <laughs> Entertain. So, um it's it's funny that they, they call it Catholic guilt because the only people that ever feel guilty about what the Catholic Church is doing are no longer Catholic. <laughs> That's so short. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's you my ever, joke. 
Do you guys ever post the Zoom someplace so they can see you doing your little Yeah, thing? actually, great segue into me plugging my Instagram. It usually, I usually post oh. uh, highlights and stuff on my Instagram at Jake's Hot Friend. And, or uh, your TikTok. Or the TikTok. I haven't really done that lately, though. I'm like real unenthused with TikTok right now. I don't, I don't know why. I just can't like motivate myself to do it. TikTok oh. is such a... It's so weird. The comment, like, it's funny. I like watching it, but like making a good TikTok, it's like you either have to do some trend or like be overly weird or like the trend where like people like, like cover themselves in like condiments and like, yeah, it's like, that's funny. The first time someone does it and then ever you're just biting that off of them forever then, which is also like that whole app is just people copy and pasting what other people do in like more obvious way. It, yeah. The internet's bad. We did, we did, we did a two episode uh, thing on fucking Bo Burnham's inside. And now I'm just mad about things. So. Ooh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's you, for it? you gotta watch that shit. It's good. Okay. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to make you talk about it since you just did a, a podcast. about. We it. talked about it for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to hear Grace talk about it, you can feel free to listen uh, to those episodes. You, we're locking some parts of this conversation behind a paywall. So I hope that's oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's fine. That's the way the world is going, man. Yeah. Paywalls yeah. for everything. Yeah, you have to subscribe to premium conversation in order to get this. Well, speaking okay. of paying extra for better things, you can follow my OnlyFans. I just made mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, it's not very good. I don't have much going for me, but like, just come hang out. You didn't give your username. Yeah, what's your username? Um, it's the fiery redhead. Um, sixty nine. No, I don't get it. What's wrong? What's wrong with sixty nine? No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like, actually, I think most people prefer it. Like, it's one of the greatest things. Like, just like a good number, or like great number. I'm, just, I'm also a little confused. What What are we talking about here? 69. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but I'm pretty okay. lost as right. well. I can I can explain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know how 70 is a number? Yes. Yeah. It's a little number. Mm. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the sex thing. Oh, you mean Wait, the position what? 69? No, I'm not a disgusting human being. Oh. The band is abstinent, actually. Oh, yeah. right. That's why you not have my, phrase not my choice. <laughs> Am I the only one that doesn't know what sex is? Was You don't know what sex is? It's like... Is that like... I don't... This feels like a kid asking me if Santa's real. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Is he you know, not? You don't know if Santa's real? He's just, he's always in my room. So I just figured. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have a gun as we covered earlier. So you'd be safe regardless, but. I never knew you were such a, a big proponent of the Second Amendment, Grace. Mm, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, the right to to bear to bear arms. Grace, uh, could you real quick speak a little bit more on stand your ground laws? Um, yeah. So if you're on the ground, uh, that's usually like a place where like you could get trampled or like there could be a bug and it could crawl in your pants. So for me, I think it just makes more sense to stand on the ground, you know? Mm. And then like, if you're standing there, then it's your ground. So if you're standing a little bit away from me, like that's your ground, you know? But if you're sitting, that's just like not a very active position, you know? Yeah. 
bugs can get in there if you're sitting. And yeah. If you're sitting, there's like a, a 99% chance a bug will get in your butt. So. Right. And if you try to clench it, you'll stop peeing, which. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You got it. I maybe I need to go talk to a doctor or something. That, <laughs> yeah, that shit that blows be, my that mind. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> it apparently that'd be is. like if you're trying to stop yourself from coughing, so you plug your nose. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. No, it's not completely different. No, they're wanna... they're two different holes. Three different I, holes when it comes to the nose. Yeah, three. Well, and then three different holes when it comes to to the lady parts as well. True. True. I'm gonna have to do some research on this. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to my parents or something. I would not talk to your parents about it. No, my parents and I are tight. We, we talk about uh, wait, wait, Michael, can you tell the story of how you passed out? Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, should. Yeah, it was actually a really tough time for me, but I can, I can summon <laughs> the courage to talk about it. Uh, Yay. So the year was, um, I don't know what the year was, but it was... Uh, winter break my sophomore year of college and I had gone back home to Indy um, Indianapolis that is and uh, I was I I came down with a stomach flu like a really bad stomach flu and um, Mm -hmm. I was I had um, I had dejecta coming out both ends ten dollar word dejecta Thank you so much, Jay. Never heard that before. Incredible. I'm not even 100% sure that's actually what the word <laughs> is, but it, it's something that sounds like dejecta. Anyway, um, I was getting very violently, violently sick, um, and I was sitting downstairs uh, on our couch watching Finding Dory, and uh, I, I uh, thought I could trust a fart. It's a classic story. <laughs> um, and, of course, a, a little bit of uh, poo-poo squirted out. Um, I jumped up really quickly and I ran to the bathroom and I immediately took off my pants, uh, and my underdrawers and I left them on the floor of the bathroom, uh, did my business. Uh, I realized that there was no toilet paper in the, in the bathroom. So the only other person I didn't want to, I didn't really want to walk upstairs or go find toilet paper cause I was uh, bare from my waist down. And so I, came out of the bathroom and I waddled over to the stairs and I shouted upstairs for my mom to see if she could throw down some toilet paper. Uh, but I had gotten up from the toilet seat so quickly that I started to see stars and I passed out naked on the floor next to my stairs. <laughs> so my mother comes downstairs and finds me ass up uh, with no pants on. I think it was assed up. I don't remember in what position I was laying on the floor. She had to cover me up with a towel. Uh, she did that. I came to pretty quickly. And then uh, my mom and I haven't talked since then. It's been too uncomfortable. Yeah. So that is like, you ever think about what would happen if like you had died in a situation and they just found you like that? Like you imagine some, like, God forbid something worse had happened. You had taken the fall worse. You died. You're sitting there ass out. They walk into the bathroom trying to figure You're out. Kind of poopy. Cause he hasn't wiped yet. Poopy dude. <laughs> Covered in shit, I'm imagining shit and piss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had hardwood floors too. That took some cleaning. Uh. It's like it's the first time Michael told me this story, I was picturing him like very young. And he was like, No, this happened like two years ago. Fully in my 20s, yes. 
an adult by every standard. Your mom with the towels. <laughs> yeah. Real sore spot in our relationship. So she she just because the way that it was told, I'm imagining she like covered you with the towel and then just walked away. Like job is done. <laughs> Where. I, I don't remember what happened immediately after that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, it's, it's a blur. Oh. Um, she's such a sweet, what a good mom. You know? <laughs> yeah. Thinking yeah, about she, your, your shame and stuff covering you like that. That's, that is good. Right. That's a good move. Oh, she's such a sweet lady. She's been through a lot. It sounds like finding you definitely ass up yeah. on the floor. I owe her. I don't, I've never repaid her for that favor. I need to take her to Cancun or something. <laughs> I don't know. You could take her to Belize. Uh, I know a guy. <laughs> Good. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, the guns not like work Russian there. roulette at all. A Russian <laughs> roulette family, or no? We we don't like the Russians. It's oh, okay. uh, that's fair. It's a classic yeah. feud. Um, a classic feud with the Russians. Yeah. This guy saw Red Dawn once and was like, "Not for me." Nothing. Nope. <laughs> Weren't the well, you know what oh, feud yeah. is great? Family feud. Oh, Steve Harvey. Mm, Steve okay. Harvey could do no wrong. <laughs> Except for that and a mustache time that he announced the wrong winner. Yeah, well, what was that? Was that like Miss America? It was, was Miss that... Universe. Universe is massive. Oh, that's a good. Actually, thing. I don't know that scientists and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. We don't. We don't believe in science. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a callback. Um, you get three of them, <laughs> and then you're done. We have gone way over three in this episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah. countless. I view seventy six of them. So, so uh, okay. that's just kind of that's my comedy for the yeah. most part. We're we're so immersed in the world of musical improv that sometimes it just bleeds into normal life, and it's you know, mm. it's just Could it's a you, blessing, really. Um, I'm gonna have to go to work pretty soon. Um. But maybe um, as kind of uh, if we as we move towards a sign off, you guys could do a little musical improv for us. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Um, could uh, maybe we could just have a suggestion for the theme of this song? Was it ejecta that you said earlier? Projecta. <laughs> dejecta? dejecta was what I said. <laughs> yeah, de- dejecta. That's like I'm not even. I'm not even sure that's a real word. <laughs> but we will take that suggestion. Wrong okay. <clears throat> Let's just match pitch really quick. Okay. Okay, we're ready. Right. Well, five, six, seven. Dejecta, dejecta, dejecta. It comes out of your body. But you can stop it with your butthole. And it'll make you stop peeing as well. Another callback. Another callback. I can't help myself anymore. I love the Jacta. Woo! <laughs> Just a little taste of our skills. Yeah, that was incredible. And if people were listening to this and want to hear more of your skills, uh, how might they find that? They could uh, go to any streaming platform and find our uh, album we released uh, this year. It's called Psychedelic Funk from Outer Space. Um, they could also go to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and follow our Pushing Daisies band account. And that's uh, Daisy's with a Y apostrophe S. Like Daisy owns the band. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're a very grammatically correct band and everybody who yells at us for not being are wrong. So. Oh, God. English majors. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. God. The worst. <laughs>
Uh, you can find us on Twitter at EMS pod. Uh, you can find Grace on Twitter. That's me at Grace Fulgozi. And Jake can replug his his little stuff yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jake's Hot Friend. If you want to see the sweet, sweet visuals of this podcast, those will be on the Instagram sometime this week. So woo. On a genuine note, thank you guys for thank having you so much. Here. No, thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. This was super fun. Yeah. Sorry I have to go to work. guy well before we head out uh thank you guys for listening to ems pod and thank you guys pushing daisies with an apostrophe s uh band um for coming on it was great to have you guys um yeah of course and also uh dejecta i just looked it up is a word and it does mean uh it's a noun and it means waste discharge from the body so all right we'll see you next week (laughs) Thank mm-hmm. you.